Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome once again to the WP Builds Podcast. You've reached episode number 352, entitled why email marketing is still alive. Insights from Retis Loris of Omnisend. It was published on Thursday, the 30th of November, 2023. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and we'll get to that interview in a few short moments. But before then, a few bits and pieces to share. First of all, I'd like to let you know that we've put a calendar on the WP Builds website. You can find it at wpbuilds.com forward slash schedule as we're moving into more and more content creation which is live i thought it would be a good idea to put all of that into a little calendar that you can check and if you want to there are some calendar links and so you can put those events into your calendar as an example during the course of this particular week we're going to be having a variety of different lives we've got our this week in wordpress show which we always do on a monday 2 p.m uk time come and join in the comments as I'm joined by some notable WordPressers. But we've also got a Gato GraphQL webinar that's happening. Well, it actually happened yesterday, but I'm just giving you an idea of what's going on. And then we've also got our Speed It Up recording. We'll be talking to Sabrina Zidane. So that's three bits of live content happening this week, and that will be the state of things to come, I'm sure, in the future. Every time we do something live, it can always be found at the same URL, wpbuilds.com forward slash live and you can join in the conversation but once more wpbuilds.com forward slash schedule to find what's going on this week and to book it into your calendar the other thing to mention is that black friday whilst i know it's been around we've got loads of deals on our black friday page wpbuilds.com forward slash black if you would like to go there all of the links expire so they won't exist at the period after they have been advertised as going out of date once they're stale, we'll remove them from the page. So you never know, there might be some long tail deals that you could still avail yourself of. And the other thing to mention is that we're looking for advertisers for the WP Builds podcast. If you're interested in getting your message out in front of a WordPress specific audience, head to wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by Omnisend. Omnisend, the top-rated email and SMS marketing platform for WordPress. More than 100,000 merchants use Omnisend every day to grow their audience and sales. Ready to start building campaigns that really sell? Find out more at www.omnisend.com. And by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL, and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients, and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more at go.me forward slash WP builds. And sincere thanks to Omnisend and GoDaddy Pro for their support of the WP Builds podcast. Okay, what have we got for you today? Well, actually, it's one of the sponsors that I've just mentioned. It's Retis Loris who is one of the co-founders of Omnisend. And today we're going to be talking about why email marketing is still a thing. We talk about the enduring effectiveness of email marketing, the importance of owning your own content, which should resonate with you WordPressers. 
how OmniSend integrates with WordPress and WooCommerce to allow you to alter your campaigns based upon what is being viewed. We also talk about email marketing and how it can drive revenue and improve customer engagement and lots of other topics, including some AI things that might be dropping in the future. I hope that you enjoy it. I am joined on the podcast today by Retis Loris. Hey, Retis, how are you doing? Hello. Hi. Great to be here. Thanks for inviting. You are most welcome. This is a subject we rarely stray into. So, dear listener of the podcast, uh, hang on, because it's not the usual WordPressy stuff, although we will definitely combine it with WordPressy things. We're going to be talking today a little bit about email marketing, uh, more or less everything, I think, that we can touch on email marketing, how it's changed over the last couple of decades, what you can do these days, how expensive is it, how effective is it, all of those different kinds of things. And in order for Retis to be somebody that's credible to listen to, we need to know what Retis's credentials are. So Retis, bit of a dull question to begin with, but we need to know. Um, tell us a little bit about your background. How come you have any authority talking about email marketing? Who do you work for and all of that stuff? Okay, uh, thanks. I definitely will introduce. And uh, email is still effective. Email is not dead. And prior to recording, we had a couple, uh, we touched already a couple of questions, which I believe we'll touch here as well. And uh, yeah, so I'm co-founder and CEO of, of a company called Omniscient. So we are marketing automation platform for those who mainly sell online or do any kind of online businesses. So we help our customers to to communicate with their customers uh, via email primarily, uh, via SMS messages and the web push notifications. And we played around with Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp as well, so we can touch those other ways of communication uh, and why we found that those are not as effective as still email is for anyone who runs online business. Um, yeah, so, and we at Omnison, we're already getting to the 10th year anniversary. We'll be celebrating next year. So we launched this product almost uh, 10 years ago. Initially, it w that was a really, really just an email marketing platform for, for small and medium-sized businesses. So I would say maybe for micro-sized businesses at that time. Now we have grown up to really comprehensive marketing automation platform helping our customers to automate more and more and basically communicate with their customers in the in the the, the less intrusive way. Yeah. So basically the automation and the, 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 the data we help our customers to collect about their customers' behavior, it helps us to automate communication and send more relevant uh, messages. And that's our vision in general, to make marketing relevant. That fewer fewer messages uh, and better engagement and better acceptance from everyone who's uh, who is actually getting advertising because still it's advertising, but uh, but we believe that it, uh, due to automation, due to due to uh, some signals tracking, it can be made uh, welcomed by anyone who is receiving. Yeah, it's a really interesting subject because. If you were to rewind the clock, oh, I don't know, 15 years ago, email was really just confined to the machine on your uh, desk. You know, you'd have to come in, sit yourself down, switch on the machine and then, you know, click a sync button and, you know, dial up to your Internet and all of that kind of stuff. And the email <laughs> would come in slowly and all of that. But now, you know, the advent of the iPhone, I don't know how long that is, but it's a long time ago. You really are. Um, you really are able to get into people's um consciousness on a more or less permanent mm -hmm. basis it really everybody that i know 
is using email. Maybe we'll get into the demographics of that a little bit later and whether that's skewed towards older people and younger people. But um, I, I sort of was wondering, and we talked a little bit about this before the call began, I wondered if there had been a decline in the the opening rates, let's say, or the effectiveness of advertising uh, using email as the primary thing due to due to the, the the dominance really at the moment of of things like oh i don't know facebook and the fact that people seem mm -hmm. to communicate on those and you know name any sort of messaging app people are using signal and whatsapp and all of these different things telegram and all of these things but your your the fact that your company is a growing and b kind of investing um in the wordpress space tells me that you've got a different intuition you you are you're pretty convinced that email is here to stay. Maybe you've got some data that can tell us that it's in fact growing. It's something to invest your time and money into. Forget about the proprietary social network platforms. Why is email still a good bet? So that's a good, very good question. And once we start, uh, um, once we launched and start developing, but what Omnisend is now, so we were looking for investors and everybody said, come on guys, what are you launching the new email marketing platform? It's all, it's all messengers, it's all conversational commerce, email is dead. So that was 10 years ago and uh, nobody was willing to invest in us. And uh, finally, that, that was a good thing to happen because up until today we are bootstrapped or as we call, we are customer funded as our customers. Oh, that's they, better. They just, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. We, we just, we just, our customers pay us for one month in advance and there are no long-term contracts. There is no lock-in. So they make a decision if they believe that the upcoming month we will create value for them or not. So that's how we fund our business and that's how we fund our growth. So, uh, so yeah, 10 years, 10 years, uh, after we see, we see like really successful IPOs happening and the markets is already back, back, back again to email. And why is it so probably it's unique. There's one unique thing about email, about inbox. Yeah. You, you, you said it right, nothing, but uh, that, you know, now you have email everywhere. You have it in your phone. You have still, uh, in the box on your desk at work, but in email inbox you have a full control when and what to read based on based on uh, subject line based on the sender etc and sometimes i meet people and they say oh email is pat okay so when they when i challenge them I, I i could bet that there are newsletters that you subscribe and they say no i don't subscribe to anything okay maybe you don't subscribe to uh online stores emails but but you subscribe to some like professional emails and definitely you receive some newsletters and you have brands uh, which you like either those are for someone is like uh, the, the, the apparel brands for someone is maybe professional marketing brands or marketing courses etc and you do subscribe and this the email it's the only inbox you have a full control and then you can read later when you have time to do that etc and it's completely different with all other communication channels, with all the messengers you mentioned, WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, even text messages, SMS, etc. You don't have that control. And basically people are willing to use those uh, to personal communication, like messengers. It's just, I, I prefer communicating to my friends via those because it's kind of, I, I, I feel only safe when I have a full control of that inbox, like full, full control because I'm kind of more forced to read, to react to it, etc. I cannot just ignore. And in inbox, you choose. If today is like very busy day for me, I maybe read no promotional messages. 
But next day, maybe it's Friday afternoon, I have some spare time, I'm too lazy to do my job, etc. They scroll <laughs> in my inbox and then they get back to the newsletters, which I missed on Tuesday, on Wednesday, whatever. Which is not the case in our messaging gaps. They just do super instant and you have to, 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 to deliver instant reaction to those. So that's, that's I think, the, 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 the unique thing about a meme, email, which keep, keeps email the most effective channel. And for anyone who sells online, who, who runs any online transactions, either it's uh, physical goods or maybe someone is like registering, or you're selling courses, so you're selling uh, video con- content, etc., digital content online. So email is an beatable channel. So this is the most effective by far channel to retain your customers and in entire entire like structure of your revenue for what we see from our customers it, it drives like 15 to 30 ish percent of of the revenue wow yeah, it's it's it makes a massive impact to your business wow massive. okay that's really and interesting in, yeah. yeah and in comparison to the cost it's like super cheap channel it's the return on investment in let's say in case of our customers, we count that return on interest is around one to seventy-five. So hmm. basically, to for one pound, dollar, euro, whatever currency you are on, uh, invested, you get you get that that return, which is massive, which is massive. So you cannot even like be, no other channel is even close to that. So usually, if you sell online, what happens that uh, for first? Uh, for first uh, transaction, uh, you spend more than actually earn. You pay right, for Google, right. you pay for Facebook, Meta, uh, and the only way to, to 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 have a proper business, you have to rely on lifetime value of a customer. So basically, to invite Nathan to to buy for a second time, for a third time, to a fourth time, and that's only when you can really have a proper business. Otherwise, it will be just a loss if you will keep just trying to acquire new and new and new customers and there will be no repeated uh, purchases and, uh, you know, uh, coming back customers. Yeah, so email uh, email, and um, is like still very effective and it does not go anywhere. It, it is genuinely the only piece of tech I'm just going to think about whether what I'm about to say is true. I think it is. Yeah. It's the only piece of tech which has been a part of my stack relentlessly since it was invented. It's never not been a feature. So, and the email inbox is is very often the first thing that I will look at in the morning. So, listeners to this podcast, just just give that a moment's thought. Just think to yourself, what do you do? on a daily basis. And my guess is that 90% plus 99% of you, email is going to be involved at some point during your day. Now, maybe you collide with Facebook and Messenger and all those things, but you can guarantee that not everybody is, whereas email really is. And the nice thing about email as well, I guess, is that you can you can choose how you want it to look. You know, you can pick a client and you can have it as a desktop app and you can pick a different way mm-hmm. of doing it on your phone and you can you know, in my case, I've got certain tags set up. So if it spots a certain word coming in, it gets filtered somewhere for later. I use Gmail or Google Workspaces, and they do a really pretty remarkable job of filtering out the things which really I didn't ever want to see. And, you know, it's called spam and what have you. But it really is. It, it's the thing which has stuck around. And before we press record, I, I talked to you about the fact that my children don't 
seem to have any relationship with Word. Mm. Uh, sorry, not with WordPress. With with the, they definitely don't email. with WordPress. With um, <laughs> not with yet. email, I think yeah, not yeah, yet. it's coming. Uh, with email <laughs> at all, and you made the interesting point that well, just wait, wait until they hit the job market. And then I think it's more or less certain that any employer is the, one of the first things, apart from, you know, maybe getting you the, the card to get you through the front door, will be to get you the email address, right? You can't Correct. avoid email. It doesn't matter whether the kids are using it or not. It's going to be part of the workplace until somebody Absolutely. invents something better. But I don't see that at the moment. Okay. Okay. So Absolutely. That's- Absolutely. And, and I think you made a very good point point here about like the ability to control and to what I said yeah so you inbox kind of like read late etc but you made a very good point about the ability to organize can you imagine if like whatsapp or facebook messenger or any other messenger cap could be organized that way oh yeah that okay you put you can put in folders you can put what you read the first which are priority that you have to react immediately what you can read later what you can read if you just only have time etc so so again, about your kids and teenagers, uh, maybe at this this age, I mean, they are just because they're communicating with their, with their primarily with their like peers, yeah, who are friends now. But yeah, once we get the job market, once we 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 start getting like information overload in general, maybe they just don't have this feeling yet. Inbox, it will be where you can organize and where you can control that traffic and that load, which is not the case in any messaging. So, so you made a very good point, and that's what still makes an email very effective. And I am a strong believer that you know there were multiple attempts to kill email, but it's isn't somehow... it fascinating that something something invented so early on has stuck around? Because there really is mm-hmm. very little that has stuck around and had that sort of True. longevity. Also, yeah. an, another kind of intuition that I've just thought of as you were saying that was the the fact that. I will not allow strangers into my, let's say, WhatsApp. I actually don't use WhatsApp, but we'll use that as an example. If somebody came in there that was representing a company, Mm -hmm. that would feel like a weird intrusion. And it'd be like, no, no, what the heck just happened? How did that get in there? Whereas I have, I, I am allowing that stuff to come into my email. I don't really know what's going on with my head there. But the email is the bigger channel. So my friends communicate with me. That's interesting. My friends communicate in there with me and also businesses. But I don't yes. want the businesses in the WhatsApp, but I'm quite happy to mix mix both up in Why is it so? Why is it so? Yeah. I think I have an answer because like you have a very, uh, and especially with like Gmail, Gmail made the really, really uh um, disrupted, I would say, this this market because, like, now you are more or less. I mean, spam spam does exist, but more or less, like, uh, due to due to the fact that you have to use a professional tools to send communication, massive communication. I mean, like, Omnis and other tools. In the past, you could just send from your inbox for hundreds or maybe thousands of recipients. Right. So inboxes are not allowing to do that anymore. So uh, tools like us, we prevent part of it and of course we fight like constantly with like spammers with bad actors etc then there is second layer that that inbox is like like outlook like gmail or yahoo etc they do their job as well to help you filter out the, the bad actors to help you filter out scammers uh fishers or just spammers who are just promoting stores without your acceptance and without your you being opt-in to that and a regulation on top which regulates like gdpr or california 
Consumer Product Force Act, which is like California only, but basically it's set the standard for entire United States, which became just a, a practice. So, um, so that's all that combined. You feel way more safer to subscribe because you are so confident that whenever you will not be willing to receive that information from brands anymore, you will be able to unsubscribe. Yeah. And just with a click of a button, maybe two clicks, yeah, at most, but it's just instant. Okay, maybe try to subscribe. I don't want to receive it anymore. I'm so confident that it's so easy to opt out. And it's just a standard. There's no other way to, 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 to send any promotional messages. You have to obey those rules globally. So I think that's, that's a thing that makes the email unique. And this is not the case with any messaging app. Because if you start getting something from the brand, how, sh- how shall I opt out? There are no, no mechanism to do that. Also, there's the, there's the, the fact that you are really vendor locked in. With let's say that you you again just using WhatsApp as an example, let's say mm-hmm. that you invest all of your resources into that channel, you are you are locked into that vendor. And if something goes wrong, let's say I don't know somebody one of your employees abuses that account and Facebook just take you down, that does mm-hmm. you are, you are toast on that. You know that's just gone. <laughs> Whereas the open True. nature of email and the fact that you know there's a spec for that and we all have to uh, obey that and obviously laws have come in like you said you have to have an unsubscribe link it has to be sent yeah, in a particular way so that it you know the the, the markup in there is uh, sent in a certain way and you've obviously got the dns and all of that going mm-hmm. on in the background to authenticate things correctly um you're not locked in if something Correct. goes wrong you know the company that you're using to send out email if that goes out of business well you just pick up and move somewhere mm-hmm. else right that's totally mm-hmm. possible so there's that just the longevity and in the wordpress community there's a direct parallel there because we're always talking about owning your own content and so i can see how that kind of match you know email as a thing is an open thing uh correct wordpress is an open thing you're not relying on a third party service to do all of those bits and pieces um, oh, this is fascinating. Yeah, that's that's a very that's a really good parallel, actually. Yeah, it's it's about like really open open nature and open source. By yeah, of course there are there are vendors, there are service providers on top of that, but in general, it's it's open source, yeah, and you are you actually have a full control. You just need to find another another service provider. Yeah, you, know, you can just yeah, open the developer. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. It's, but it's still you own your own, and opposite to yeah, Facebook or other ecosystems, let's say, other site builders or, or, or content management systems, yeah, that, uh, that are owned by some company. And if company just goes out of business, you are, you are screwed and you cannot just, because you, it does not belong, theoretically it belongs to you, but it does not belong to you finally. Yeah, yeah, because your follower list, for, exactly. because that's what it is, it's a list exactly. of followers, is mm-hmm. bound to th- th- that platform. And if that mm-hmm. platform... Uh, takes your access away or goes out of business. Well, yeah. there's that lot gone because they're not going to give it to you. <laughs> Whereas or, or uh, the email if... thing, you just download a CSV file and exactly. take it somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. So and exactly. And even even if even if they change their rules, and I think like Amazon is a really good example. Yeah. If you sell on Amazon, you do not have any access to your customers. Opposite to a subscriber, I mean, email subscriber list that actually you own. And yeah, you can download once. You can always keep, keep, and, but this is, this is your asset. Yeah. If you, if you collect your subscribers, you ask for permission to obtain. So this is the asset that belongs to your business, to your company. We've gone totally off piste, but this is great. 
Um, we've got a list of bullet points that I wanted to get through, <laughs> and we haven't even got to the first one. <laughs> but it's fine. So uh, let's crack into it. I suspect this will be a, a little bit of a longer episode, but that's fine. Um, okay, so I haven't personally, and so if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to have to forgive my stumbling through it a little bit, and and hopefully uh, Retis can you know pick pick up where I'm messing things up. But I haven't really used email marketing software for a very long time. And so my intuitions around that are are going to be bad. So I, I want to just begin there. If we were to rewind the clock, let's say 10, 15 years ago, and then compare what you could do then with what you can do now. Oh, I've just hit my microphone with what you can do now. I'm guessing the there's a lot to talk about, you know, and mm. what I'm really doing here is is opening the conversation to people like me who haven't really thought about using this kind of software. Maybe they've been stuck with the same provider for a little while. What What's changed? What's the landscape like in 2023 for sending emails? Have you got any sort of like hot, hot things that are going on that have gone on? So I would say like a few things that, that, that have changed. So more and more, um, okay, I would say that easiness of use, probably the first thing. Second thing is like automation and the recent changes that, that are really coming into the space is uh, AI assistance. Um, oh, so yeah, oh AI is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's inevitable. Yeah, I mean, okay, okay. I'm, I'm not kind of. I'm a bit, a bit skeptic about how fast AI will change our life. But I will touch where it really helps to do as we call it, like a donkey job. You know that the, the, the basic things that really required so much time in the past, but just makes your life easier. Does not disrupt. Does not replace you and you as a uh, HI <laughs> human. <laughs> Intelligence still needed, but it <laughs> helps HR, you to I do like it. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just job to do your job faster, more in a more efficient way, etc. Uh, so, um, so yeah. So the first thing is really uh, it's easier to use. So basically, like uh, like platforms like Omniscient, what it helps you to do is really to to you should not be a design professional. You should not be a, 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 even a marketing professional. And if you are just like small business, and then basically. Uh, and and like one well, the orchestra one person you can still use well, that was not the case in the past because now it's all all those like drag and drop editors um uh, segments pre-built segments pre-built templates template libraries etc so basically you can just ins install connect to your to your to your website and start using it and select from let's say the the, the big gallery of of templates that are either theme related or or some occasions related Christmas is coming yeah if it's Christmas or Halloween or any Black St. Patrick's Friday. Day Black <laughs> Friday St. Yeah. Patrick's Day in spring etc whatever so it's it's really like uh, all that related and you can play with ready-made designs it's all dra drag and drop which is easy easy to to adopt to to to, to make the, the what you want them to look etc and then they talk maybe I will jump to a third topic as well about like where AI helps you to really so it there is another layer of simplification where we have as well pre-built tools where you can just write text and AI completes it for you. So you basically say, okay, I want to talk about this product in that way and AI will suggest you the paragraph of how to describe this. Or AI will extract the, the tone and voice and, and the, as we call it, brand assets from your website, like your logo, your colors, your fonts, etc. And it will apply to your, to your newsletters, to your email communication. That's so, neat. Yeah, and you know what? What? What does it change? Does it replace you as a person? No, it does not. But you 
have no need to hire a designer, a professional designer, or try to be designer yourself if you're not a designer. Of course, if you're a designer, you will make it better looking than AI will do it for you. But it's really, really good. So it really helps you to save time. So I think it's it's kind of a first thing that has changed in those, lists, as you say, 10 or 15 years. So just way easier to use and the learning curve is 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 really flat, you know, so it's easy to to start using and start benefiting from it. And the second thing is is uh, more data-driven and based on customer behavior, and that helps to automate properly, like segment, target more, um, automate more. So uh, basically, more and more businesses are like happening online. And even like five years ago, 10 years ago, you should be selling some physical goods online to be as a e-commerce businesses yeah so that's where we had the, the entire customer journey happening online in on the internet but nowadays if you are a doctor so highly likely that entire customer journey except the patient visiting you is happening already online so the exploration phase someone is googling uh, someone is reading decision making phase yeah so someone is reading reviews about your you as a professional, you, let's say as a doctor, yeah, let's take a doctor as an example. Uh, so someone is reading reviews, making a decision which doctor to choose, uh, then booking an appointment, paying online, visiting you. And after that, we get back to online. So you get the survey about, okay, did you like our service? You leave your own review as to help someone else to, to make a decision in the future if you are satisfied or maybe completely dissatisfied. And, and then the businesses are inviting you to repeatedly come to visit. So they promote uh, again and again. So what, what happens here is really that about there are way more data points and breadcrumbs that every person leaves uh, on the internet online. So basically, marketing automation tools can track more of the behavior. And someone could say, wow, but this is, this is bad. But there is a really upside of it because of this data tracking and behavior analysis we, I mean, the marketing automation tools, we can help automate marketing activities and send more relevant messages. So, and I would say very illustrative thing is that could not be imagined 10 years ago. Last year, around one third, to be precise, like 36-ish percent of all the transactions that our customers made, our customers, Omnisense customers, Made. So basically, one third of your revenue was driven by automated emails, and it had counted only 2.6% of email traffic. So that's power. And this percentage is growing. So the fewer messages, the less advertising is still advertising. Yeah. So some people hate advertising, but we hate this advertising, which is completely irrelevant to us. But, you know, based on data, based on signals, we're able to send way more relevant messages for the consumers and that means that they are way better received and uh, and they convert at the end of the day better. and basically you as a business you just you know set up automations once and you sleep and automation tools does the business for you yeah the tw whole 24 7 thing exactly let, let me just paraphrase what i think you just said just so that we got it got it in my head where things are different from like 10 15 mm -hmm. years ago so um obviously the you're driving down the the the, the, the technical requirement that you need uh, to to create this stuff in the first place. So perhaps 20 yes. years ago, 15 years ago, you would need a dedicated member of staff. You would have needed a designer 
to put the email together. You would have then needed somebody who really was in the weeds of the software, who understood how all of the complicated bits and pieces went together. And even once you'd done that, the automations were probably not as sophisticated. So all of the things like the pre-built segments, the pre-built templates, we, we know this in the WordPress space. Um, because we've got these page builders and, you know, there's a real parallel between building a website and building an email. We, we can understand all of that. But then you moved on to the fact that now there's a, a push to, with AI or without AI, to to talk about data and automations. And you, mm -hmm. you talked about the fact that I think you said 36% of your your customers, are, or at least 36% of the email, yeah. which is egressing your platform, is based upon an automization. So fully one third of things is, is stuff that they're not even touching on. So that bit is new to me. There were really limited automations available, but they were things like time-bound automation. So, you know, wait mm -hmm. three days, send another email in this sequence. So can, mm -hmm. we, can we dig into the automation? So you said... It makes it more relevant. It re increases your return on investment. Can you just give us a bit of an indicate what kind of automations can you do these days? And for anybody listening to this who gets it, I'm sorry, but I need to know because I don't. <laughs> so Nathan, that's, uh, thank you for asking this question. So it's, it's really, really good. Just just to, 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 to confirm and clarify that maybe was not kind of 100% accurate in this. So that uh, 36%. So let's simplify to that. One third of the revenue we generate ah, for our customers right. is coming from 2.6% of the traffic of emails that are being sent. Wait, hang on. Yeah. What? So a third of the revenue from 2.6% of the emails. Okay, sent. all right. That's quite a hard-hitting so, statistic. So, okay, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the power of automation because it's way more relevant, because it's way more timely. The time... To send it the content and yeah so it's very very related to 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 the question you just asked yeah so what the kind of examples of those automations so uh, the most popular and the most effective is cart abandonment automation so basically uh someone nathan is browsing online and is in, in need of a new phone now and maybe you are not kind of Apple this is fan. Actually, and... exactly true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, if you are an Apple phone, you're Apple fan, so you are so, 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 so clear that you need a new iPhone. That's that's for sure. If you are say Android fan, um, so maybe you are browsing to to look after different models, and maybe you don't have a preferred brand, etc. And uh, the tool identifies that okay, now you are in the need of a new phone. So basically, there are cart abandonment or browse abandonment a very bit different so either I will we identify that the category you are currently looking at are um, cell phones and based on that based on that we can trigger campaign that promotes you only new Android phones uh, maybe maybe if um, depends on the okay, of, of how much of like uh, of, of a stock you have of, of different categories you have we can even identify the, the price category. Are you looking to the flagships or are you looking maybe all more, more cost savings phones? Yeah. So based on that, it's so easy to start automatically running campaigns. Once you are in the look for new phones, identify the, 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 the price range, identify what kind of models are you looking for and start advertising you only those kind of phones. 
So it will be way more accepted by you because you are in need now. You don't need a new fridge now. And if someone is advertising new new fridge, I mean, any fridge, you don't need those now, but you need a new phone. So that's an example. Second example is really, um, let's say, all the post-purchase activities and the post-purchase ex uh, experience. So when you already uh, purchase the phone, so it's very, it's very important for the brands to send follow-up messages to ask, uh, did you like it? Did you receive a parcel to let you know that, okay, we have delivered, we have dispatched your parcel and soon to be received and the courier should deliver it tomorrow or maybe day after tomorrow or today, etc. So, and again, it does not invite you directly to purchase something from the online store, but it creates the sense that they care about you. And actually, they do care about you. And it's so easy for the for, for online business to create that sense for their customers. And then they ask, did you, did you receive? Was it all good? Maybe that was like broken, the parcel, was it like not broken? Did you like the courier? Did you like the phone? Is everything working, etc.? Do you need any help how to set up? Yeah, so maybe the phone is just too obvious and everybody has phones. But let's say if you are, I don't know, maybe 60, 70 plus. Yeah, maybe it's not that, that obvious how to use the newest model for you. And there are our video tutorials how to do that. Watch them. We will help you set up just by watching, like, you know, step-by-step -step guide, etc. So all this, this experience after purchase experience that can be automated is recreating a lot of value for a customer. And the next time someone needs some product, they, you will be on top of mind. You can, yeah. So just, you know, couple of examples yeah no but they're really interesting because as your as the as the words are coming out of your mouth uh, dominoes are falling in my head i'm sort of thinking oh yeah oh of course um so but okay so how how do we maybe, maybe we need to talk about um the fact that you're coming into the wordpress space more and more mm -hmm. and and maybe there's an integration here with wordpress products like woocommerce or something i i'm not sure but um how how does Omnisend make decisions about, okay, Nathan, customer Nathan, is looking at phones. Not only that, mm -hmm. he seems to be looking at Android phones. That seems to be where the preponderance of his time is. Um, and he's looking at high-end Android phones. How are these decisions uh, getting made? Because obviously, you know, it's trivially easy for me standing over as a human looking at somebody looking at a catalog. <laughs> I, I can see it and I'm intelligent enough to know it. But how does your platform, how does it even know this kind of information? So let's deal with that bit first. How do you gather this intelligence and how do you decide, okay, this is the thing that matters right now. This matters. The rest mm -hmm. is noise. Ignore the other bits. So it all starts with integration. Yeah. So with WordPress and yeah, you are, you are right. So like anyone can use Omnisend, but the most value that we create are mainly for WooCommerce, uh, users for those who do sell online. So yeah. So we have plugin integration, uh, on WordPress.org. So you just install and that's how we connect, uh, online store to, 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 to Omnisend. And there are two kind of, of data we analyze. First one is the, the customer's behavior, like shopping data. So it all comes from your backend, from the database. Uh, when did customer Nathan purchase for the last time? Maybe he's, he's a first time purchaser or did he purchase in the past? What did he purchase with his previous phone? Did he purchase all those, uh, 
also uh, a case or maybe he did not did he purchase uh, insurance in the past or no so this is the data which comes from your store historical data and uh, on top of that uh, once the, the you install our plugin we put a little front-end snippet to be able to track the customer behavior on your front-end on your website and all those those two data combined makes uh, like put a lot of records by each of a customer, each of a subscriber. So we analyze, we track this data, we store this data. And based on that data, you can build you can build segments and you can build automations. There are a lot of pre-built segments and automations already in place, but you can build your own. So basically that's the, the, the marketer who then sets the rules. Yeah, so let's analyze the behavior. Someone is looking at this category, specific category, if someone is looking at this category, uh, start this campaign. Boom, someone is looking, campaign is like our tool is checking what's happening. Are there any rules based on, 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 on this behavior? Yes, there are rules. Let's initiate the campaign. In the campaign, let's put this default text, maybe some discount code to, 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 to help you to make a, a decision and to purchase from us, not from our competitors. Uh, on top of that, there could be dynamic fields that, that we, we say, okay, uh, and let's, let's promote the products that Nathan already visited, because right. we know. And we automatically just pull the data, like pull the images, uh, pull, pull the descriptions, pull the prices, etc. And we, you know, lay them out in the, in the, in the newsletter. And, uh, the third block could be, and uh, let's say, choose four random other products from this category. Okay. You know, and the, you set up once and it just, you know, runs. Uh, uh, we see the trigger when Nathan is visiting the category. Uh, we check what, what conditions did the marketer set up. And then based on that, we initiate campaigns that are being composed by, by, by a computer, basically. So this is all predicated, A, upon the, the fact that they're a customer. And so presumably, upon the installation of that plugin, you have to be a little bit mindful of things like, I don't know, what your privacy policy says, because now we've got Correct. cookies um, and we've got tracking going off to Omnisend. And I think you said you're storing that sort of stuff on your server because the, the listener to Correct. this podcast it's will us. be very yeah. mindful about the size mm -hmm. of their WordPress database. And so Correct. having all of that stuff just sort of consumed and sent on your end. But then, mm -hmm. so then that user, the person, me in this case, uh, I'm, mm -hmm. I've used your uh, store before. So I've logged in, I'm browsing around. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe I'm not even logged in. Maybe you've been able to track that because I was there in the yep. past and you can associate, maybe that's fingerprinting. I don't know. Um, and in some cases, yes. Not, yeah. Not so, so logged in, yes. logged out. But let's imagine the scenario: I'm yep. logged in. Mm -hmm. You then bind that data to a well. Nathan seems like a great candidate for this campaign, mm -hmm. this automation that we've got there. Do those automations need to be created by me, like from start mm -hmm. to finish, or do you have in Omnisend? Do you have sort of suggestions mm -hmm. of I don't know? e-commerce type things for technology yes. or for apparel or for, oh, I don't know, mm -hmm. sports equipment or whatever. Do you have those kind of things to sort of get me started? Because I would, I'd, you know, I, I wouldn't know how often to send it, how quickly to send it. I wouldn't have an intuition as to True. whether, True. no, that's weird. I was there two minutes ago and now I've got an email. That's just mm -hmm. bonkers. So let's get into that. What are the, how does Omnisend actually, how do you build that in Omnisend? Mm. So yeah, that's that's a good question. It's like 
to 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 a question what changed in the past ten years. So yeah, so one of one of the uh, like how to say how we build the product. One of the strategic decisions we made that our customers should not should never end the blank canvas. So if by choice, yeah, we do have blank canvas templates, just blank template, and I will set up everything from scratch because I'm experienced uh, professional. I'm experienced marketer. Uh, if no, if no, so we have all the best practices embedded as a template. So there are multiple automation suggestions what is the best for your business. There are multiple uh, newsletter templates. There are segments, pre pre-built segments that you can choose and then you could just use out of the box. Yeah, you still, it's on you to uh, enable them because, I mean, we're not sure if you are willing to send, maybe you sometimes use two tools, etc. Uh, let's say we have forms to collect subscribers, but you can use Omnisend forms or you can use uh, WP forms or Gravity forms or any, any other forms on WordPress to collect subscribers and then push that data, push your subscribers to Omnisend later on. Yeah, so it's on you to, 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 to enable, but again, it's very easy to enable just with a click of a dongle, basically. You, you, can, you can start using and yeah, from there you can start optimizing and then and, uh, customizing uh, based on your needs, based on your business needs or your customers' specifics, etc. But you will never end in any, any black, blank canvas unless you are willing to because you are professional. So you've set up typical automations which would Correct. serve as a good baseline, but obviously you have to Think for yourself about the frequency it gets Correct. sent out, the days that Correct. it gets sent out. You know, if it's a, a high ticket item like a car, uh, mm -hmm. it's probably not a good idea to, you know, be banging that every day of the week. But if it's uh, if it's something a bit more flippant, you know, you're selling something mm -hmm. for a few dollars, maybe there's just a different way of communicating that. And then you can surround Correct. it with upsells, things that might be similar inside the same category. Mm -hmm. What do you, how, how do people, What's your intuition as to how people react to those automations? Because on the one hand, if you implement it badly, you get that, no, mm -hmm. that's weird, uh, which, no, you know, everybody talks about that, don't they? My Alexa is listening. Sorry, I just said that word. <laughs> Sorry. Um, my device is listening to me. I was talking about going on holiday to Bulgaria, and suddenly I'm getting messages from this, that, and the other place about Bulgarian holidays. That's weird. How do you address that kind of stuff? Sorry, I'm going off topic again, but how do you address that kind of stuff? No, no, those those are really great topics, and I think I really love this this conversation because you ask questions as as you said at the very beginning. You know, you're not a professional, and you ask questions as as many people ask me those questions, and those are really really good questions, and we need to address those. And uh, so there are two things. First, first, it's very important to really have this opt-in approach. Yeah, so people have to subscribe to your communication and express their will to communicate with your brand. That's period. Yeah, so this is very important. If you don't have the permission to communicate, it is spam. This is not legal. This is not according to. I mean, it's not legal in Europe. In many cases worldwide, it's still legal, but it's against any best practice or at least good practice so um so that's for sure that's that's a first uh second thing people because this is a fair exchange basically what you offer for the consumer so you say okay if you opt in we will track you a bit but in exchange we'll get way more relevant marketing messages and vast majority of population like 
by far vast majority of population is willing to make this exchange. Yeah, so like uh, you can you can pay for some premium video streaming platforms uh, in order to not to be shown with ads. Yeah, yeah. So that's similar exchange. Yeah, either you pay money. In this case, you just you you subscribe to the communication and you give this permission to track your behavior online. Uh, but then you know that you will get more relevant uh, com- communications with brands. So advertising in general is is, is in- inevitable in our society. While we have money, we will <laughs> we will have advertising because we need yeah. to spend that money somehow and to make a lot of multiple decisions where to spend money. So unless unless we get back to some kind of exchange society and 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 uh, get rid of money. Uh, advertising it will be with us. So that's basically a fair exchange. Yeah. So you lose a little bit of your privacy, but uh, you you get less of uh, intrusive ads. Yeah, it's interesting because I, th- I think you could boil this whole bit of the conversation down to one word, and that word is trust. If you if you trust the brand and they haven't Good messed Good you around point. in the yeah. future, then mm-hmm. yeah, okay, that email's arrived. I might open it, I might mm-hmm. not, but I'm not going to bin it and I'm not going to spam it. Because they seem to be uh, trustworthy. I, I suppose, given that, if we rewind to, let's say that I've just signed up for OmniSend for the very first time, would there be some advice around how quickly to start doing the automations? In other words, is there is there a benefit in do ramp it up slowly? Don't go straight in with the three hundred emails a year campaign. Start with something a little bit more pulled back, <laughs> less frequent, you know, less automations and build up a pattern of what is working and uh, if that's the case do you have tools to help you understand what's working so there are two two kinds of there are automation so there is there is no rule because automations are trigger based so basically uh, uh, basically if someone is actively now engaging with your with your website and looking for something so that's okay to have this campaign uh, you know straight away but if if once the, you you get the trigger that okay Nathan has uh, purchased the phone from you stop oh that trigger is so good <laughs> <laughs> I want that trigger every time because <laughs> I, I mean I, I have no doubts your experience as everyone else that oh. you already have purchased something and you still see those oh. marketing ads everywhere oh. even yeah, the big so. platforms get that wrong right all the time so. bought the thing still see the thing being advertised still that see yeah, thing, yeah. yeah. Sorry, so that's very important of course yeah, 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 but but that's that's a very good example, and like your reaction to that is really like proving that this is a very good trigger. Yeah, so that just the, 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 what what makes it like absolutely relevant and simplifies everything. So basically, uh, so to your point, so there is no. I would not advise like to be like too conservative, etc. So talking about op- automation, so as they say, welcome automation is one of really well received. So if someone just subscribes to your to your communication to your newsletters. Send uh, first messages message just right away. Oh, of course, yeah. no need to wait for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do it now. Like two minutes delay is okay here. You shouldn't be not be delaying for for twenty four hours, etc. Uh, yeah, and there's other category. Those are like bulk email campaigns, which are still very effective, and it's being sent when when you basically as a marketer or a store owner or business owner you you think okay maybe I don't have any triggers because I. Nathan is not looking for anything in particular now. I have no triggers. I have no information. So I will advertise whatever I want to advertise. 
and throughout the tournament. So, um, oh, so it's like so, a trigger that's not a trigger. It's like the no absence trigger, right? of a yeah. trigger is a trigger. Yeah. That's fascinating. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So in those cases, in those cases, yeah, you should not uh, like over communicate. And I would agree. So like once per week, maybe let's start with that. And, uh, and I think you already mentioned the example. Yeah, if you're selling like some uh, some like you know cars or. Uh, we we always use the word. If you can't think of a thing in the WordPress space, we say a widget. Yeah, <laughs> selling selling a widget. A widget can be really cheap. <laughs> yeah, if a widget, a widget like is cheap and this is the most spontaneous purchase could happen. Okay, you can send more often. You can communicate more often. If you are like high price, high price, uh, uh, long lasting goods, so definitely like you have to be more conscious about uh, about maybe then you can do campaigns better. Like okay, there are new arrivals and then you advertise something. The new model of a car. Let's say car is a good, good extreme example of it. So there is a new, new, new model of a car. Run a one-month campaign, which could be more intensive, like with videos, with presentations, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, about new model. Get it introduced, then pause, and then you know remind just every two months about that still model exists. Maybe there are some Black Friday offers or whatever, occasional offers, etc. Does your platform help? So somebody like me, I, I wouldn't have very good intuitions because I haven't done this for mm-hmm. a long time. I wouldn't really have great intuitions about how often to do this. And so I would be, I'd be just thinking, what would Nathan, me, like to mm-hmm. receive? And But I feel that maybe I'm a little bit, you know, maybe I'm, I don't want to receive email as much as some other people. Maybe I'm an edge case. Maybe I Maybe I'm the sort of person that is happy to read more than other people. I don't know. So in other words, I'd be basing it all on what I think, which is never a good way to run a business because most people don't think the way <laughs> you think or I think. Um, so do you have materials? Do you have like courses, learning materials, knowledge-based things which can sort of shepherd you and take you by the hand and pull you through all of these things that you've got to set up to help people? Yeah, so that's that's one of the areas we... I'm really investing a lot and working a lot. So on our website, omnisend.com, there is a resources. So we have blog, we have uh, a lot of education video that we call Omnisend Academy. Uh, we have a lot of blog articles. We have uh, customer success stories that really illustrates like step-by-step guides, how to do things, etc. And it's you should not be Omnisend customer. But if you have any questions about email marketing, SMS marketing, how to augment email with other channels as well. So I would invite you to, 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 to explore and you will find a lot of material there. Academy, video content, reading content, uh, podcasts as well uh, to help you, to help you understand how to, how to better. Wait, you just marketing. said SMS. That's a bomb. Um, so that's, that's a whole Ooh. other episode. <laughs> that is, but that you, is for you, sure. You can take care of that as well. So there's the opportunity yes. to go in on yeah. the SMS yeah. channel. Correct. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Correct. Yeah. That seems to be a really underserved thing. It's very rare actually that an SMS drops into my phone, at least anyway, that is anything other than a friend relation, you know, somebody that I actually yeah. gave no. the, the phone number to, but it is, but the, the, um, SMS is a bit like email, you know, it's just been around forever and I'm I'm very open to looking yep. at what's come through the SMS channel. I've got a, I've got an intuition again it could be completely wrong that you that there would be a different way of handling an SMS yes. uh, sequence than a than an email sequence. Yeah. I feel that's more closed and more personal and you really Correct. need to get buy-in Correct. for Correct. that and Correct. opt in separately I'm guessing. 
Correct, correct. So you're right. And yeah, it's definitely like uh, never broader topic. And maybe yeah, sorry. if you would find it interesting. No, no, but that's okay. So if you would find it interesting, we can make uh, another episode on more. How to augment still. Email is, is the base, but to augment email with SMS, with web push notifications, is really what can be done. Especially like SMS is uh, usually kind of like Europe is, is the first to regulate things properly. Uh, Properly or not properly, but just to regulate things. But in case of uh, text messages, SMS, United States and Canada actually regulated it better than Europe still uh, because it's so easy to opt out in the States. And that's the reason why SMS is becoming really popular again because there is to, s- to send a promotional messages from a brand to a consumer, you have to, you have to, 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 to verify your number, to you have to verify your phone number, and basically there is a unified way to unsubscribe. So whenever you don't want to receive any uh, promotional communication, you just reply with the word stop. Yes, yes. And that's it. So that's the reason why, again, like SMS is really living its renaissance as a, as a advertising, as a marketing channel, because for, custom, for consumers, for end customers, so easy to make this decision because they feel safe as we already touched that. Yeah, on WhatsApp, it would be very difficult to opt out. On SMS in the States and in Canada, it's just no-brainer. You can subscribe whenever you don't will to get, uh, not willing to get any more of this communication from this brand. You just send stop and it stops. Yeah, I feel like there's, especially if you've got people as a customer, especially around certain things, certain interactions in the customer life cycle, some of them are just like made for SMS. Like we have shipped your parcel. It is, you know, the, the, the delivery driver is two hours away. You know, these kind of things, they just, it's perfect. You just want to know, okay, it's coming. I need to go home now. That kind of thing. <laughs> but, um, but directly advertising straight in, obviously you can find by what you could say. There's very limited character count. You don't get all the pictures, all of that. You've got to be much more clever about it. Honestly, this is such a fascinating subject. I reckon reckon we could go on for days, but um, we're approaching an hour, so we're probably going to have to knock it on the head. Um, So much to say. Let's let's just hope that somebody listening to this, you've wet their appetite. You've just made them think. Okay, I need to get back into email marketing. And uh, where do they go? What, What give us give us all the different bits and pieces? Where can we find? OmniSend, what's the best way to get in touch with the company, the best way to get in touch with you? Um, yeah. So with a company, so if you would like to explore, so definitely OmniSend.com. So you can find your t- tutorials. So you can just Google OmniSend uh, WordPress, OmniSend WooCommerce, and you will find you know, like dedicated landing pages, how we do we help uh, in particular WordPress and WooCommerce store owners or developers or agencies to uh, to, 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 to find Omnisend and to explore it. Um, you can, you can download our, our plugin from WordPress.org. Um, just, just to connect there. And, uh, yeah, and there is a kind of one group, which again, as, as we already touched, we are relatively new in, in, although we're not new in, in business in general for almost two, 10 years, but we are relatively new in the WordPress ecosystem. So, uh, the category, what we are looking for and, customers, of course, but we're looking for partners as well. So agencies, developers who develop online stores, so do marketing, or develop, etc. So we have a partnership program. So if you would like Google for Omnisend uh, partnerships, so there is, there is a really, I would say, compelling partnership program where we help you to, to, to understand what email is, how to do email marketing, how to present it to your customers, 
if you are a developer, etc. So that's again, that's what I invite everyone to to who is a developer, who is a marketer, uh, to 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 join our partner community as well. And myself, I prefer using LinkedIn as a social network and email, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hysterical. <laughs> I don't use email. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Do you do you share your email address typically, or do you just? That's kind of that's a touchy subject, isn't it? It's a weird one, though. Yeah, one. I, I know, but but that's that's okay. I mean, and then people don't don't overuse it. Yeah, it's pretty safe to do that. So uh, people they have to 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 have something to say. Of course, we're just kind of advertising again, but but I filter up them out, and uh, I I have filters if it's a mass communication or really a personal email. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, we already touched that. Inbox helped me to 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 to, to organize it and to to separate who is whom. In the way we described, honestly, such a fascinating subject. Let's hope that um, you get a, a a whole load of people knocking on your door trying to trying to restart their email journey or just migrate from some other piece of software which isn't working out for them. So omnisend.com, go check it out. Um, Retis, thank you so much for chatting to me on the podcast today. Really enjoyed that. Thank you, Nathan. That was a really, really great conversation. Thanks for all of those challenging questions. <laughs> I love those. I well, love those. Challenging questions born out of ignorance, as always. Thanks so much. Take it easy. Bye. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. An absolute pleasure chatting to Retis all about Omnisend and how it works. If you have any commentary on that, if you want to give us some of your insights, head over to wpbuilds.com, look for episode number 352 and leave us a comment there. I am encouraging people to leave us a comment over on our website because after all, WordPress has a fabulous commenting system and it kind of makes sense to use it. Would really appreciate that. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by Omnisend. Omnisend, the top-rated email and SMS marketing platform for WordPress. Omnisend merchants enjoy an average return on investment of $72 for every dollar spent, which is double the industry average. Find out more at www.omnisend.com and give your brand the boost it deserves. And by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL, and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients, and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more at go.me forward slash WPBuilds. And we thank Omnisend and GoDaddy Pro for their support of the WP Builds podcast. As I said at the top of the show, we're doing more and more things which are live. You can always find them at wpbuilds.com forward slash live at the time that they are due. But if you want to know when they are due and you want to keep abreast of the things that we're doing, head to wpbuilds.com forward slash schedule and you will find a nice, easy to use calendar with links so that you can add them to your own calendar. OK, that's all I've got for you this week. I hope that you enjoyed it. As I said, leave us a comment. We hope that we'll see you at some point during the week. If not, see you next week. Have a safe time. Cheesy music fading in. Bye-bye for now.